Celeste Salt sucked in a fortifying breath and looked at herself in the mirror. Her hair was passable, her makeup concealing the worst of the dark circles beneath her eyes. Unfortunately, there was nothing to be done for the gauntness in her cheeks or the deep lines now etched around her mouth and eyes. Grief was an insidious thing, digging in and holding you down, even when you knew in your heart that you needed to push forward. Celeste had always been a fighter. It was something her children had admired. And then somewhere along the way, she'd lost her path, Jacob's death seemingly sealing her fate. But no more. There was still life ahead of her. Maybe it wouldn't be the stellar ride into the sunset she and Travis had planned all those years ago. But that didn't mean there wasn't something left to be salvaged, to be lived. Her daughter Lacey was right. It was time to move on, step by cautious step. She forced a smile, the face in the mirror shifting with the motion, looking almost pretty. Almost. Squaring her shoulders, Celeste walked from the bathroom into the bedroom. And after pulling a manila envelope from deep inside her lingerie drawer, she made her way downstairs. It was early, most of the house's residents still sleeping. It was comforting somehow to know that her daughter was safe and sound in her room, and that her sister and her children also slept nearby. Peyton had always been her rock, and now it was time to return the favor. But first up, she needed to clean house. If she was going to survive, she had to get rid of the garbage, no matter how much it hurt. I wasn't expecting you up this morning. Her husband looked up from the kitchen table where he was reading the paper. Some things, at least, were predictable. Travis never went anywhere without a cup of coffee. Once, long ago, in what now seemed like another life, she'd been up with the sun, making sure his coffee was hot and waiting when he'd come downstairs fresh from a shower. But those days were gone. And finally, finally she understood that nothing was going to bring them back. I wanted to talk to you. She poured herself a cup of coffee and sat across from him at the table, laying the manila envelope on the tabletop. Travis frowned. Is something wrong? He paused, the frown deepening. I mean, something more than usual? No, nothing's changed. Except me, she wanted to scream. But instead, she met his gaze, willing her courage to hold. This wasn't going to be easy. Travis was part of her. He'd given her a life, a home, children. But then maybe she had it wrong. Maybe she'd given him those things. Maybe he'd been lucky to have her. Or maybe they'd been lucky to have each other. At least in the beginning. Then what? He asked, sounding impatient. He always sounded impatient these days. Sadly, Celeste knew why and it had nothing to do with their son's death. His impatience with her, with their life, it had started long before that. And if Jacob had lived, they'd already have had this conversation. But her son was dead, and Celeste had lost herself in grief. Only now it was time to push the pain aside and face things head on. Jacob would want that. Lacey did want that. And Peyton had done just that. There were no two ways about it. It was long past time for Celeste to stand on her own two feet. She swallowed, looking down at the envelope, drawing strength from what she knew it contained. 